Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 37 of It's Not the Worst Movie Ever podcast. We bring you this podcast on March 22nd, 2021. As always, spoiler alerts, I'm your host, Sterling Hammer, and here's my co-host, Lee Paddock. As you can tell, Lee Paddock's very sick, so we won't be hearing him much from this podcast. But this week, <laughs> we did watch a movie that is chosen by me. Uh, this is the second sequel in a saga that you all know and love called New Moon. Um, Does that have the saga? saga. Okay. Yes, I'm speaking, Lee. Everyone, don't worry. That won't happen again. Um, <laughs> Never. I'm sure it won't. But, yes, this week we chose a movie by me, Twilight, New Moon. It's a great movie. Well... It's an okay movie. It's not my... You will, we'll find out more, but I'll say up the front that this is my least favorite one of the saga out of the five films, but I'll definitely out of the, Even in the books. But um, you'll find out soon someone different uh, has a different opinion than I do on that point, and not the person you think. Um, but let's get a little factoids uh-huh. of this movie. Oopsies. Uh-oh. Um, this movie was directed by Chris White's. Uh, he's best known for his films uh, About a Boy and American Pie. Um, he also uh, oh, he first, also he directed the first American Pie. Yeah, the original okay. one. Um, and then he also wrote the movie Ants, a uh, childhood oh. favorite of mine. Which well, was kind of, we kind mentioned of, that movie or, uh, yeah recently. That's, that's what I thought was funny. You said when you, I was doing you this said uh, Quentin Tarantino should remake it. He should. With uh, live action, it's very bizarre. Uh, with all the same direct actors, <laughs> um, you, I also know him from the movie uh, Down to Earth. He directed that. He did the remake. Yeah, with, I know. Yeah. With uh, Chris know Rock, I like that movie. I saw it with my mom and my grandma in theaters. I saw it in That's theaters a blast as well. Pass. No one, yeah, probably no one, many, not many more people probably than us saw that movie. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, this movie was produced by Wick Godfrey and Karen Rosenfeld. Um, it was written obviously, uh, by Stephanie Myers or based off the book that she wrote. Did she help write the screenplay? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, cause it's like, she could barely write her books, but <laughs> it took yeah. her long enough to write those. Yeah. Uh, this movie, as most of these movies, has a huge cast, but it's a huge cast of one-liners. Well, what's this movie about, Sterling? Um, well, I will get there, Lee. Jesus Christ. We usually get Talk- to the... Yes, but I'm talking. See, everybody, listen to this. Listen to this defiance that I have to face on a daily basis. Yeah. And they wonder why we punch the people we care about. <laughs> But, as I was saying, this movie has a big cast, um, but it's a cast of one-liners because that's going to be what the series is a lot because a lot of the characters' roles, even a lot of the minor characters who had slightly bigger roles, their characters got very neutered in this movie. Case in point, um, the character Mike, she ends, Mm. in the books, uh, Bella ends up working for his family at her... uh, and she gets that job in this movie trying to, like, get her dad off her case a little bit. Like, look, I do things. Yeah. Um, 
But they completely write that out in the movie series and make it more seem like they stopped talking completely after that uh, movie night, <laughs> which uh, I don't really like. It's a very awkward movie it's night. It's not like it's a huge thing, but like it made her more real, like uh, relatable. Like, oh, she's a teenager, got a job, like a part-time job. And it also like made it more relie- believable that her father would just like go like, okay, you're not going to commit suicide. But, like, just because she went out of the movies a few times, he's like, you're better. <laughs> no, but if she, like, was, like, hanging out with her, his best friend's son, had a job, was going out with her other high school friends, okay, maybe that's going, you don't have to be so scared. But the dad's character was really uh, reduced in this movie, too. It's not like he had a huge role, but it's much, like, a lot of people. He's just like, just I'm small. worried about you, Bella. Yeah, like, I just wake you up from night terrors. Um... But yes, this movie, uh, we'll give you a little synopsis now of this movie. Bella Swan is on the cusp of her 18th birthday and blissfully happy with her undead beau, Edward Bullen. While celebrating her birthday with Edward's family on of vegetarian vampires, a frightening incident convinces Edward that he's simply too dangerous to be around his sweetheart. He decides to leave the town of Forks in order to ensure her safety, leaving her behind angry and depressed yep that's the that's the plot yep and uh the angry part's not really you don't even feel that even in the books she's just massively depressed immediately just goes into spirals really uh like weird yeah if you think you like lee but (laughs) i'm just kidding it is a little weird but like that's like the that's 2009, and that's 27, 2007 or whenever, like, fucking she wrote this book. No one said these were godsend books. No one ever said these were amazing movies. Um, <laughs> like I said before, this is my least favorite in the series, book-wise and movie-wise. Um, I don't hate... Uh, I don't hate them, but I just... this I, I, I miss Edward in this movie. Uh yeah. I don't think Jacob and her and Christian Stewart's chemistry is good enough to carry it, even in the book. Like, um, that might be also me just being like the romance, but I definitely do think it suffers a bit. Um, But I get what she was going for. She's like, I'm gonna change it up. This is gonna be the sequel, and it's like, oh god, they're breaking up. It's gonna be darker. Um, But it like uh, the next one, a little a little foreshadow, a little tidbit in the future is my favorite. But we'll talk more about that. Eclipse. See it. Yes, Eclipse, yes. It's my favorite book and favorite movie. Really? Um, Ooh. Now, and like I said, let's start getting into this cast a bit. Uh, most of the people are the same. Uh, yeah. That's the thing about this saga, too. Not No one really changes over except for one uh, character, which I'll mention. There are some new characters, though. Yes. You get more of the Native American tribe introduced, more of the wolf pack. Stuff like that. Or vampire characters. Um, yes, you get introduced to the Volturi, who are the vampire. Uh, the vampires kind of like quasi royalty. They basically just make it so no vampire, make it so the humans don't know. Because even they realize that like if the vampires, or if the humans find out about them, yeah, they're strong and they're pretty invincible. But if the humanity banded together, they could wipe out the vampires. Probably. Um, uh, Probably. At the very least, it would make them hunting them much harder. And they have a good system set up. They just set themselves up in Italy. They don't hunt the city they live in. They just hunt the tourists that come, that just constantly come. And tourist group disappears every once in a while. Like, eh. 
Honestly, I think if that many like Americans just disappeared in Italy, there'd be a very big outcry. But <laughs> there would be some like, suspicion. especially regularly, like uh, how like they have to. <laughs> There'd like, be a little bit of suspicion. To, like vampires have to feed every like few weeks, maybe every few months, but still, every few months, just a whole group of people gone. Yeah, it's that um, would make international news. <laughs> I know, especially Americans, which is terrible, but not as an American. Um. So yes, we got Kristen Stewart as Bella Swan. Um, she's just Bella Swan in this movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the same kind. So I just don't like. I don't like Bella Swan in new movie. Like it's just a lot of like. Uh, yeah, she's uh, she's already uh, a quiet, shy, introvert character, and then you take away like what lines she has, and then like that's the reason. Also, I like the book way better than the movie. Because Dude. you lose all the inside thoughts of the characters' heads. Yeah, like you're getting, like you're just seeing, like like Jacob going like, ooh, ooh, but you're not having these, like the fact that he's going through, like becoming part of the wolf tribe is a lot more traumatizing than just, oh, they're just wolves now. It's like no, they're all their secrets are open to everyone else in the tribe. They share their thoughts, so they right. have no secrets. Yeah. So all of a sudden, they all saw the all of his fantasies he has about Kristen, uh, about Bella, all his insecurities, and he sees all theirs. And then if one of them has a sexual thought about one of the people that they love, they can't hide it. They're connected. Then you have to get over that shit because you're part of the wolf pack. There's nothing right. you can do about it. We have to protect the tribe. Um, you got Robert Pattinson again as Edward Cullen. He's barely in this movie. Uh, he's barely in the book. It's just, but he has some funny moments in it. In yes. I'm sure, I'm, I'm sure I'll get some good questions out of Lee this, for this podcast. Good answers uh, for your questions. Answer maybe some questions. <laughs> uh, we got oh, Taylor Lautner okay. as Jacob Black. He's mu- now he's much more important in the story. He was just teased a little bit in the first one. Here's this small little teenage guy mm-hmm. who's kind of like Bella's like but now friend, we're in full uh, team Jacob and team Edward territory. Yep, full triangle. Lee is already falling in the cheap team Jacob. I'm uh, always team Edward. Well, we'll we'll talk about we'll it. talk about it. I guess. We'll see might have how, uh, actually come around a little bit. But we'll, yeah, we'll talk. About yeah, of course, because you got to come around to Team Edward. But um, this is the lady that gets eventually replaced in the third movie. You got Ra- Rachel LaFair, La La Lavere as Victoria Sutherland. She's the redhead. She's she gets replaced eventually by uh, because of scheduling conflicts hmm. dur- in the third movie by uh, the woman who plays uh, the redhead in Jurassic Park. Bryce Dallas Howard? Yeah, she replaces him. Really? Yeah. Um, hmm, that's interesting. And she has a much bigger role in the third movie. And I didn't even know because they look really similar. Especially when you just put them up in yeah. like the Victoria makeup. Um, yeah. Then you got Billy Burke as Charlie Swan again. You got <laughs> Peter... The brawny man. Fincinelli? Fincinelli? Who? As Carlisle Cullen. Um, the dad, the head uh, vampire of the vegetarians. Oh. You got yeah, Nikki Carlisle. Reed as Rose, Rosile, Rosalie Kale. God, I'm just messing these all up. <laughs> Kellen Lutz as Emmett Cullen. Jackson Rathbone as Jasper Hale, Lee's favorite character. Um, Anna Kendrick as Jessica Stanley. Michael mm-hmm. Sheen as Arrow. This was a new. This was the. He's the. He's the head of the Voltaire. Yeah, he's Vol- the like Tory? the king of vault vampires. Yeah, he's the. They're three brothers, and he's the lead brother. Uh, his power is that he can like read thoughts if he's touching you. 
so he can see everything you ever think you've ever thought or had. So you can't hide anything from him. Mm-hmm. You got Dakota Fanning as Jane in new introduce, introduction. <laughs> She's one of uh, uh, the Voltori's main enforcers. She can make you feel pain. Basically, probably can make you feel you. anything. But she chooses pain all the time because that's what she does. She's very sadistic. And all she has to do is just look at you. Yeah, and then go pain. Um, Elizabeth Razor, Razor as Esme Cullen. Eddie G- Gathgi. Gathegi. Gathegi as Laurent Dave Revan. I might Revan. be saying that name wrong too. Uh, that's the, uh, the black vampire from the first movie, Laurent, who gets ripped Laurent. apart in this movie by the wolves. Yeah, it happens really quickly. Yeah, the vampires are not as strong against the wolves as you think they would be. Especially a pack of them. Uh, When it's like one. If there's like two or three vampires, they could probably take them. But like one vampire, especially because the vampires are so cocky. They they don't expect anything and ever fight against themselves. And this wolf just tears into them a little harder than he thought it would. And it's like, oh, your arm's already gone. And then they're on you. Ah. And they can think. And that's what makes them so much more better at hunting, too, is, like, the fact that their minds are connected. I like the wolves. Um, They're okay. I like wolves in general, but I like the wolves. I think they're cool. They're vicious. Um, It's better described in the movie, too, just fucking tearing and ripping the marble. of means described better in the book? Yeah, it's described better in the book, my bad. Uh, You got Newt Seer as Heidi. Mm Mm-hmm. Michael Welch as Mike Newton, least favorite character, other favorite character. <laughs> yeah. Chasky Spencer as Sam Yuli, Tyson Houseman as Quill Atira, Kiwa Gordon as Embry Call, Alex Merez as Paul Lelouet, Lahute. These are the Native American and the the tribe people, the wolf pack oh, people. Okay. Bronson Pelter as Jared Cameron, Graham Green as Harry Clearwater, yep, Graham Green. Gil bringing. Ringingham as Billy Black, Christian Serratos as an Angela Weber, uh, Justin Chan as Eric Yorkie, Tinzel Corey as Emily Young, Jamie Campbell Bauer as Cacus, Casas, Christopher Hundrell as Marcus, Justin Washenberger as Gianna, Cameron Bright as Alec, Charlie Bewley as Dimitri. And Daniel Cudmore as Felix. Uh, it's a big hey. cast, but there's just a lot of people who are just standing in the background that don't get introduced yeah, like, until like next yeah, movie. Yeah, they like, don't even know half these characters. But they got they're they're names. still like casted because they're still there, technically. I guess uh, the music w- on this movie has some interesting things, uh, tidbits about that I'll tell you. But it was done. Uh, like you know, like the editing and placing of it was uh, by Alexandra Desplat. I mean, this is you know. Oh, okay. I know who he is. He must be a big in the game. Uh, the cinematographer for a film that we watched uh, a while back, uh, Grand Budapest Hotel. I believe he actually won oh, the Oscar for that. Well, he did best original job in this score. One. But uh, you got. Well, he did. He, sh- he shined in this one. Uh, you got the cinematography okay. by J- Javier Agaboglu. I don't know. It's I'm probably just Javier. Javier Agarjubaraba. Uh Sorry, guy. Your name's just too long. Uh, you got. It's edited by. <laughs> it's edited by Peter Lambert. People. 
the production companies, uh, you got Temple Hill Entertainment, Imprint Entertainment, and Sunswept Entertainment. Such young adult sounding uh, production companies. Just independent. Yep, and it was distributed by Summit Entertainment. This movie was New Moon is actually the largest independent release up to, uh which had before been Twilight. Mm. And then this movie eclipses it. And then funny, Eclipse Eclipse it? also eclipses this one. And what about I don't know about fourth one. I don't know if that the fifth one. one. Well not know. fifth. That one might not be independent anymore. Because eventually Summit Entertainment gets bought by like a big company. By Lionsgate, right? Yeah. Because I saw the Lionsgate logo. They like merge the or something eventually. Um, Lionsgate's not doing very well right now. No, well, back then they were doing better. Uh, Twenty eleven and stuff, early two thousand, uh, early tens. It was a decade ago, yeah. Uh, this movie was released November twentieth, two thousand nine. So you know, it was released during a time they actually believed in it. So this movie <laughs> had a lot put into it. There was yeah, this movie was gonna make a yes, lot of money and it regardless. Did. This, yeah. The budget was fifty million and it made seven hundred and eleven. Oh, this yeah, was a sweet. huge success. It got greenlit for a sequel the day after release. Of course it did. I no, I mean actually New Moon was greenlit the day and after, after Twilight, Twilight was released. Out? Yeah. And the same thing with Eclipse for after this was released. Um with that I bet like when Twilight came out they were probably like, I don't know. And then when it when it started making money, I think they were still kind of like a little trepidatious about doing a sequel. But I bet when New Moon made it, like immediately became successful, they were like, "All right, yeah, definitely, yeah, for, we'll make the rest of these easily." Um, like I don't think he even had to it wait. Became a phenomenon. Like after when Eclipse came out, there was no question if Breaking Dawn was coming out. It was yeah, it's getting coming out. Um, swept everybody up. It really did. Uh, I like the series. I like this movie. I know that the series and the movies, especially the movies and the mo- uh, even the books, have even like for a lot of the fans fallen out of favor in recent years. Even though we still do sell a decent amount of their books, people were excited for the new book that came out recently. Yeah, which I everyone sad to say as a fan, I still need to read, but I will. <laughs> um, it's in the list of books that need to be bought and read. <laughs> yeah. Um, this movie. Uh, it's got some interesting facts on it, actually. Uh, all Ooh. members of the wolf pack had to prove, ha- provide proof of their Native American descent. Uh, because okay. the, the creators of this movie were really creative, careful not to like. Well, even mess back that then, up. they were they were careful about. Yes, that. and Good. this movie is definitely made in liberal Hollywood. Um, <laughs> Michael Sheen, uh, the character who plays Aro. Had no clue who the character was when he accepted the role. I'm sure he did. Uh, he was educated that over some over the summer by his daughter, who was a huge fan. Yeah, um, I could definitely. He see plays that. the character perfect. Like if you read the books, that who that's who Arrow is. He's, 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 he's a good this actor. creepy uh, uh, vampire who you can tell holds no regards for humans. He does not even see them. They're nothing to him. Right. Yeah. Um, because he just grabs Ooh. Ezra's hand out of her, Edward's hand out of Bella's hand, like Bella's not even there, um, and she's not used to that, especially <laughs> especially the vampires, because usually the vampires are all so into her. Yeah, he's uh, but yeah. he's been alive for like <sighs> over Michael a thousand Sheen's years. A good actor. Uh, he's been in. I don't know, yeah, did, he's a bigger. He got they got a big time actor for that role. Did you ever see? No, you probably haven't seen it. But have you ever seen Tron Legacy? No. 
He plays a kind of an eccentric character in that movie. Maybe you'll show me one uh, day for BMI. Well, it's not exactly BMI material, but it, it's also not exactly a movie I love either. I don't know. Maybe one of these days. Well, one of these days when you're going to show me a Quint movie, we'll watch that instead. <laughs> Fine. Um, The premiere of this movie was held on a new moon, which I thought was kind of a funny thing they could do. They did. Oh, cool. Um. Yeah, it was released in like L.A. before it was released everywhere else because they could get it on a new moon then. Uh, this book is actually Robert Patterson's favorite yeah. out of the saga. Oh, really? Um, yeah. Uh, he he liked he thought Edward's character had more death by leaving. Like he made this decision. Wait, are you t- are you saying like this favorite movie? No, it's his favorite book. favorite book. Okay, this is his favorite book. He read the book. He read the. If you're gonna be in the movie, if you're you probably it's probably part of the like, they probably demand it. Especially if you're going to be a good actor, you should read the book. Yeah, because you're going to get really the characters. Yeah, he read all the books. They all okay. did. Good. Good. Rude. I'm saying good. Lee is so rude. Everyone, isn't that? Leave down in the comments how rude Lee is. Uh, <laughs> if you if you give us a five star, I'll tell Lee he's rude. You don't have to do that. <laughs> well, you should do say it. it anyways. You should do it. It's okay. Um, but yes, you should. This film is it. on Roger Ebert's most hated list. I thought maybe Roger you know that. Ebert. Ebert. Yeah, sure. I, I don't care about saying his name right. Disrespectful piece of shit he is. Uh, He's dead but now. I. Th- so sorry. <laughs> I really mean it. Um, but I thought you would know who that is, and yes, like it I must do. be a big deal to be on his hated list. It was when he was alive. Good thing no one cares anymore and remembers him at all. Um, sorry, but cancel me, but you won't because you're not listening to this. So fuck them. Robert Ebert, rot. Uh, every song in this movie is original. They it did a complete like original soundtrack for this movie, uh, which uh, I like. This you get a lot of hits during this era from the Twilight movies. Paramore comes out with a lot. <laughs> the first one was known for a lot of its movies. Lee doesn't like Paramore because he doesn't like its music. Emails. Singing. <laughs> Just kidding, everybody. Lee loves women. What are you talking Gender about? rights. What are you talking about? I'm talking about Lee loving gender rights. And Paramore. <laughs> um, Lee doesn't like where this is going. But let's keep going there. So Lee... No. This I thought this movie had a really I like the soundtracks of the movies. I they I think they always put a little bit of extra effort in the soundtracks for these movies, especially when you make an original soundtrack for a movie. That always uh, sits well with me because it shows you like try even extra harder for a movie because it's it's so much easier just to get a bunch of like oh this movie's hot just farted on our movie. But then, like, they actually get an artist, and they get the artist to make a song that isn't just like they wrote on, like, while on the toilet. Like, oh shit, I forgot I gotta make a movie for fucking a shit movie I don't care about this week. <laughs> but actually, be like, hey, can you guys make it, like, somewhat sound like you tried while making it? You get a lot of good, like, rap albums like that. Like, The Longest Yard, everyone, just a little <laughs> side rant. Just rediscovered that album, that soundtrack. It's good. Go listen to it. It's on Spotify, except for the best song on it. Sad. Here comes the boom. Um, now this movie, you know, this movie doesn't have a whole lot of quotes. I thought 
that are like standouty. It's a lot of the same stuff. Just her really depressed. There's a couple that I. There's a couple. I didn't say there was none. Oh goodness, we got a puppy doing puppy snorts. Um. But just in the first one, you have a lot more, I think, and I think you get more in the rest. This movie is a lot of just Bella being like, "I miss you, Edward." Yeah. And just like Jacob, I love you, but not like that. <laughs> like, I want to squeeze your abs, but I can't because I want to squeeze Edward's better. Um. So here's a couple. Here's a couple that I thought like stood out to me the mostly. They're mostly lovey dovey to me. Lee might remember some more for cringy or funny terms. You're gonna have to tell me those. Um, I have to if that. I don't, if you, if I don't say it, it's my job to protect you from everyone except my sister. And that was when he was walking in because he knew what she was about to do, holding the party for her. And Bella was like, "Oh, you. <laughs> um, yeah. I love you. You're my only reason to stay alive. If that's what I am. That's Edward to Bella. Yeah." Uh, this this line, I, I thought about this line just because Lee was like, ugh, guess the wolf's out of the bag. <laughs> Lee didn't <laughs> like that pun. It was, it was stupid. Yeah. Lee was very uh, disappointed with the effort in that pun. It was right after she found out uh, like that they transform into wolves. Yeah. And like one of the wolf, other wolves says it and... Well, my problem, my main problem, little side ran again because you know this is a podcast. We're talking about movies. Um, is that the the pe- the people they pick for the movies, uh, for the wolves weren't buff enough and weren't big enough. Weren't buff enough. Like Jacob's really the only super buff one, um, and then like Sam, he's tall and stuff. But like in the movies yeah, he wasn't or in the books, they're all big and jacked because they're like. They're bi- they're they're as big as like they, their size is kind of based on wolf the wolves they are, um, right? And like they they all grow inches in but height. All, yeah, they all s- in the movie at least they seem like they all become just giant wolves and they're all the same size. Yeah, yeah. Like well, Sam, you can tell Sam's a bit bigger because he's the alpha. But it gets it's more talked about in the movies, especially like uh, Jacob continues to grow because I mean he's main character syndrome. And like, uh, so wait, these are things we're gonna see more in in the movies. Next ones, yes, okay. um, but then you miss out a little bit because it's the stuff that's like in the character's head in the book, and it's not like something that you can say in a movie, right? Um, as yeah. easily, yeah. Um, and also, like I'm saying, like they're they're human forms; they get bigger and jacked. The reason why they're jacked is because they're burning calories so much. It takes a lot of calories, obviously, to transform into that kind of stuff and be wolves. Wolves burn a lot more energy than humans do. That's why they eat just, like, meat. They It's more efficient for them. Um, so, like, I just wish they would have picked every... I, I think it should have been another requirement is you have to be six foot. <laughs> I mean, other Taylor Lautner would have not been able to do it then, but, like... <laughs> You can't yeah, find any other bigger like there's short, you can't yeah. find any like six foot Native American people. There's some I mean, Native Americans are some tall people. Um, so I don't know. That was just a little disappointing in my thing because just it takes me out of the realism a little bit when it's just like these scrawny teenage looking boys. A couple of them are jacked. Yeah. Taylor Lautner's jacked. Super uh, jacked. The one wolf he gets in a fight with that guy's pretty jacked, and like the main leader's jacked. But like the, it. You'll see yeah. the wolf pack grows by a lot, and it's just gonna be a lot of scrawny, scroungy little wolf, like uh, teenage <laughs> and boys. They all don't wear shirts because they're constantly transforming and they tear all their clothes, so they don't have clothes. 
You're lucky they're wearing pants. They go through so many pairs of pants, I bet. And shirts, yep. So it's just easier not to wear shirts. It's like, whatever, we'll just go through pants. They still wear pants, though. Yes, because of society. Because of society. (laughs) If you have a bunch of guys walking around with no shirts on, it's not as frowned around if their dick's just dingling around everywhere. (laughs) They're not wearing underwear. They can declare themselves a nudist colony. Yeah, but they have not the whole tribe doesn't know they do this. It's a decent sized tribe. They're not going to just tell everyone like, oh, just accept their dinglings. Or and that's still what. Then when white people come through, they're just like, yeah, those guys have their dicks out. <laughs> just their nudist. Just the men, the sexy men. Just the sexy. And then men, women's like tourism starts coming to the city. Men. Yeah, they start coming to the tribe just to see the sexy men, and then vampires start coming more to eat the kid people. And, you're tra- doing the opposite of what the wolves are supposed to do. Deter the vampires. <laughs> Jesus, come on, man. You got to think about these things. Yeah. Uh, uh, here's another quote. Bella, you give me everything just by breathing. Uh, that's a that's a cute little quote. Uh, and then right when he says that, she breathes and goes, like, oh. and he's like, mm. uh, so you're the vampire girl. So you're the wolf girl. That's when you first are introduced to Sam's uh, wife with the big scar on her face. Right, yeah. Uh, because he got angry. Because he was the first one to transform and didn't even know what was happening. He's just like, what the fuck? You'll find that out. Maybe. I don't know if you actually found that out. I think you only found that in the in books. Because that's another thing. Like, I can't remember completely what's in the movies and what's not in the movies that gets cut out from the books. Might have to reread the books someday. Well, I've read them three times, the whole series. I don't need to read them anymore. Rude. Lee's gonna read them now, <laughs> the audiobook versions. Mm, um, in ten years, uh, there. Uh, I forgot this. This was one little fun uh, tidbit that I saw randomly. The scene when Anna Kendrick is just talking after the movies is blah, 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 that's completely ad libbed. It she, seems like it's yeah. Cause they, 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 she <laughs> seems just, like she was just making shit up. Yeah, that's what they told her to do, just make it up, make it sound like useless teenage girl babble. Uh, Cause she does the same thing in Pitch Perfect. So it's just like she's good at it. She's going on the fly of just talk, 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 talk. <laughs> say a bunch of stuff and say nothing. That's I like, basically what it is. I like Anna Kendrick. She's oh, I love Anna Kendrick. Good. I mean, it's kind of funny how like her career grows after this movie. It's it's dipped a bit in recent years because I feel like she's just kind of pulled back a little bit. But from like after this movie, like her career, like once Pitch Perfect is. It was like 2012. This is, a, this is a little before Pitch yeah. Perfect. Know, yeah, that's what I said. After Pitch Perfect. Jesus. Is, is everyone here how mean Lee is to me? Everyone, leave down in the comments how mean Lee is to me. If you leave a five-star rating, that means you think Lee's mean. Um, <laughs> that's going to be my new thing. Just leave down in the comments, Lee. <laughs> yeah, I'm the mean one. Hey, we got the sound. One, even if I was mean to you, we have no proof. Two, we have proof of you being mean to me, everybody. Leave down in the comments below to help me. Leave. How do we have? Never mind. <laughs> I don't want to argue. See, 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 see. Once these mics turned off, Lee's gonna hit me so hard with a, <laughs> with his fist of just domestic abuse. Even though we're not a couple, everyone, we're not gay, but Lee is abusive. Call nine one one. Everyone, like can you help me, please? <laughs> This has actually been a call of uh, help. I give up. That's why I picked this Going movie. Going home. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> he has become my Edward. He left me. 
He's leaving me for my own good. Edward? <laughs> See, you're abandoning me like Edward abandoned Bella in this movie. But you think you're doing it for my that own good. That was kind of a dick move. Yeah, like, that's, I, that's I always had the problem with, like, it's just the cliche, like, it's for your own good, it's and it's like, why? to protect you. It's, it's like, why? So stupid. Just because... That's what this whole movie was. This whole movie was, like, hinged around. Yeah. Yeah. But as this goes to show, like, I, I'll admit it, like, it goes to show, like, the weak writing skills of Stephanie Meyer. Like, she really didn't know <laughs> yeah. how else to just go, uh, just fucking blip. And there's so many undertones and references depressed. to the... To like just like sex and like the righteousness of like having a soul and cre- like Mormonism. <laughs> yeah, it's just and the evil yeah. vampires are like we are just monsters and we're soulless. Like what you she's like, no, you're you have souls. It's beautiful. You're beautiful souls. <laughs> like it's totally like Stephanie Meyer's fantasy. Yes. Like these Christian vampires. <laughs> Mormon vampires. That's what they are. They're vegetarian Mormon vampires. I don't like it. <laughs> Lee does not agree with that. Um, well, now we're gonna finally get to Lee's side of the things because we're at <laughs> questions for Lee. Uh oh. Questions for Lee. I have to answer questions, questions. for Lee. Questions. <laughs> questions. <laughs> That's that will be actually the end of the, whenever we get a theme song for this section. That will that really will be the end right there. Just Lee going questions. Um, Lee. I think I already know the answer to this, but how do you think this one compares to the first Twilight movie? And I'll ask you probably every movie how you think they compare to the other ones you've seen, but... Okay. Uh, I like the first one better. I thought so much. Yeah, this movie... Uh, I didn't hate it, but... I can tell you were bored, though. I was really bored. This was boring. This is a pretty boring movie to me. There were some parts where I laughed, um, especially all the parts where... Edward like would come in out of like thin air and be like, "Don't yeah, do that." I, yeah, and he would fade I ne- away. I never understood why you were laughing so hard at it, the like, moment remind- where remind- we get like uh, force. <laughs> it reminded Edward. me of Star Wars. It did. That's <laughs> it reminded right. me of like, he was like a me. he was like a force ghost. You must go to the Dagobah system. <laughs> Don't do it. Be safe. <laughs> but that's but like that's how she like Lie would explain. <laughs> yeah, that's why she lie better. Life, <laughs> but um, that was a that quote. That's hilarious. That's a good quote. But like, that's why like it, it, another showing of why I think this is her weakest book too. Like, this was the book that she took the most like risk on as a writer. Like, oh, I'm gonna have him leave, and there's heartbreak, and there's now a tri- introducing a triangle and all this stuff, and she's just not the greatest at introducing it. Like the whole like, how am I gonna have conflict in this book? Uh, if Edward's just gone the whole time, if like, it's, and she can't chase him because he's a vampire, because like, there's no way to track him as a normal human. Yeah, all just have it so she's seeing visions of him, so she keeps <laughs> seeking more and more uh, like uh, dangerous yeah. situations to see him. Um, and I think she should have just stuck to her. She she could have still done the love triangle and everything, and just uh, and introduced Jack and Jacob. Uh, Without um, doing this, like, up, whole, like, Edward come leaving. Come up with an interesting conflict. Yeah, or just stick with your classic YA. Let's, it didn't need to be this big riffle. I don't think she was, she didn't, I don't think she pulled it off that well. That's why, like, no. you don't have it anymore in the next books. The what triangle's still a thing. It's definitely Team Edward, Team Jacob. But he doesn't a huge leave. Thing. Yeah. 
if like T- if Jacob didn't get popular from this movie, like he probably would have been like heavily written out of the movies. But he's not. He's you get Team Jacob, which is I'm glad is actually kind of set up even in the books. Like they don't they don't push that whole narrative of Team Jacob and Team J- Edward just for the movies. Like Edward isn't or Jacob isn't just written up more as a character in the movie just because it's like oh everyone loved him so much. Because Taylor Lautner's so no, but it's hot. like no, like he's actually a big part in the books. Like it's actually a big triangle. Stephanie Myers actually went after that. I mean, maybe she went after it a little harder because uh, the that's how it got popular in the movies. I don't know, but <laughs> who knows? Um, but yeah, so like, well, other than like, yeah, you like this one's more boring and stuff. Like, how do you anything else like comparison wise? Do you think about this? Uh. I like Bella less than I did before as a character. I find her to be kind of insufferable, to be perfectly honest. Well, you didn't like her in the first one, so that's I didn't surprising. like her that much. I mean, not surprising. Like, 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 like you her. like her even least, less. I like her less. Uh, I like Jake less now. In the beginning of this movie, I was kind of like... You were super Team Jacob like halfway through. In the through. beginning of it... Yeah, I was kind of like, you know, he's the one, he's around, he's helping her. But then, like, he has, like, and I know he's, like, he's becoming a wolf or whatever. And that's their thing, they have an anger, they have anger issues. Yeah, you just, like. Because they can't control their but emotions. But it, it seemed, like, kind of random, and honestly, I don't think Taylor Lautner played it all that well. Um, <laughs> um yeah, he just like to me, he just kind of became like a jerk. That's why it's like later on, it comes off so much more intimidating and real when it comes off from a big dude. In the books, he's six five. Yeah, by the time he's done becoming like full wolf man, okay. he's big. So like when he's going like back all, off, Bella, like he's nearly crunching the they're chair all, like, they're, table. They're supposed things. to be kind of like mountain men, right? They're Native American wolf men, but yeah, I don't know about mountain men. <laughs> well, they live. They live in the forests. Yeah, no, I guess not. Well, they're people of the land. Yeah, well, their tribe is like next to a lake, but yeah, sure. <laughs> um, yeah, and then like I kind of like warmed up to Edward once he like came back. Yeah, you were super like at first anti-Edward. I, I knew you'd come back around just because you he, like you know, he did a he was being a scrub by leaving. So, oh. I'm gonna protect you by not being here, and then you know, she almost gets murdered by a fucking vampire because you leave her. Because you left her, you dumb fuck. You never thought like, oh, she'll go for lie morning. better. <laughs> oh, that's your advice. God, well, why it's aren't not you like here? He was actually the ghost. It's not like he was projecting himself. <laughs> you don't think he was actually projecting himself, do you? That was all in no. her head. That'd be kind of funny if he was, like it turns out he's. Well, like, that that makes it funnier than funnier than that. It's all in her head. She's, she's just, just like, going crazy. Lie better. <laughs> Um, it's her subconscious. Okay, well, I think I can I get. I already know the answer from this, but do you see any? I I just thought of this question randomly. Do you see any progression in the acting skills of any of the characters that are repeat actors in this movie? Because they're now they're uh, because you're gonna see a little progression now. Well, I guess uh, with Robert Pattinson, he seems to just kind of be given the same performance. He's a little. <laughs> there were some points though where he like he, he's just standing there and he's just like, <laughs> just in pain. Like <laughs> looks like he's he needs to poop. Whenever like, really Bella's badly. talking like about something he doesn't like, he's just like he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> and he uh, it seemed like you were starting to come around for the Alice character. 
Yeah, she's she's pretty cool. I get well, not cool, but she's <laughs> she's all right. She's the just actress, a little axy. The actress pixie. isn't bad. I like I, I I like the casting in this movie. Uh, for these movies, I think the characters are all casted pretty well, except for the Native Americans. Um, <laughs> but even her, like I like her, but I wish she I, uh, I wish she was a little tinier because in the moot book she's a little more like I think she's like five two in the books. She's much more tiny and pixie like. Okay. Which they go for in this one, but um, or in the saga in the movies. Yeah, and then I guess <laughs> Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I, I guess I don't know if she was worse than she was in the first one. I think one. she was because just the character she had to play was worse in this one. She was worse written. Yes, like I, I think so. Or she's, like yeah, I said, I have she's saying it. Sufferable. And I'll keep Ugh. saying it. This book is my least favorite. Um and it was the long, yeah. it was the hardest one to get through, but I'm glad I did because I really liked the third one, Eclipse. Yeah, and then Taylor Lautner. Uh, yeah. This is kind of your first taste, and like he's in the first one, but barely. Bare- yeah, he's barely in that movie. So you don't really get a t- t- test of his acting skills this in the first movie, one. He's not awful. He's not terrible. It'll be a better question for him in the next one. I'm sure, yeah, he probably has Because he's a much bigger role. I mean, he's a bigger role, and now he's competing with Edward in the next one. Okay, so we'll really see, like. Him going up against Robert Pattinson, yeah. who I think is a genuinely great actor. It doesn't. That's an, uh, Taylor Lautner is good in like the face regions for the role, but he's just he's too tiny, and his acting skills were just not good enough. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm truly sorry, sir. Okay. Well, this. Let's get to the classic questions because, mm. you know, we always have some random ones. And then we got to get some back to the classics. What's your favorite part of the movie? Um, You know what? I'd say this movie has some really good cinematography. Really? I think I, mo- That surprises me. I actually think the movie looks pretty good. Because you didn't like the cinematography in the first one, if I remember. No, because that one was like it was dark. That one was way like more lower budgeted. Well, I'll um, tell you why. You might like this one has a different director, so that's yes. why you get the much different approach. They wanted the same director, but they uh, she didn't like how much the studio was interfering. Plus, she wanted to do something else, so she didn't want to do it right away. They okay. weren't going to let her write it, like the movie adaptation of it, because they wanted it out within mm-hmm. a year. And she was already working on something, and she was like, "I'm not gonna be able to work on this thing Who's and the write the movie." Who's the director of the first one? Um, damn, calling me out right now. Let me, you know, we got the power of Google up in this bitch. We'll find out in just a moment. <laughs> Google, Google, Google. It was Catherine Hardwick. Oh, um, okay. And like, this movie is a big hit for her, and she has a couple more from this. But like, I kind of wish. And I always wish this with like movies like this, sagas, trilogies. I wish they would keep the same director for the whole thing because each director has their own kind of flair. And even if the director vision, vision, yeah, and even if the other director tries to kind of like keep within the vision path, they're gonna put. They're a human. They're gonna put their own little flares here. This. I like the darker shadows vibe of the first one the more realistic version of this this one is where it goes like well look how bright and colorful it is like they uh another little tidbit is they purposely never show the color red in the movie up until the scene where they go to italy so that it pops to you that much more 
Yeah, and I actually thought because you're just like, oh shit, I haven't seen color. It kind of movie. It kind of worked. Yeah, because you're like, I haven't seen color, and same thing with the yellow uh, Porsche. You haven't seen color this entire yeah, movie. Yeah, it was different. All me. of a sudden, boom, you're in Italy and there's color. Um, yeah, and it's like, oh look how colorful it is. It's but then there's this horrible dark under secret. This is where the vampire royalty lives, and they're slaughtering. Yeah. I thought that like that's kind. It's a pretty drastic thing for like a Stephanie Myers to do. Just the fact that there's kids, because even when she writes it, like she there's Bella, children. Yeah, yeah. Bella yeah. describes it, so you actually get it a little bit more. It fucks with Bella. Bella blacks out when she starts hearing them screaming, because she can hear kids and stuff, and it just. That's why it's more traumatizing, I think, in the book. Um, of course, because yeah, like Cause it's just the like random detail. tour group just like this getting fed to the fucking Volturi. Um, and there's yeah. kids, and there's just like hapless parents, and it's just like yeah, oh. I wasn't yeah, I wasn't expecting that. Um, Some dark stuff in this, a little bit, but not completely though. Uh, yeah, that's a, just another example of it. Just I thought it's done better in the book. But yeah, so yeah, I'm surprised. Like, what kind of what what some scenes that stuck out to you, or what kind of like what do you mean by that? Uh, let's let's see. Oh baby. Well, yeah, the stuff in Italy that definitely stood out. Um, I would say, like the the scenes where they're kind of like where she goes out to the meadow, the dead meadow. Yeah. Uh, I thought that's that scene actually looked pretty good it was still kind of had like some dark cinematography because the cl- it was cloudy out um you know, there was sort of an o- ominous atmosphere because that's when she meets the the vampire that tries yeah to kill her. and like she's going to this meadow because it's like her last in her own little crazy like mind like maybe he's there maybe if i can see the meadow he'll be there yeah and she gets there and it's dead because it's yeah. right after winter it's not spring yet the whole meadow's fucking just yeah, yeah, um, and I just I liked uh, I thought the lighting like overall in this movie was was better, like even during it was like, brighter, like even during some of like the interior scenes where they're at the the party, Bella's party. Oh, um, I actually it's thought very beautifully shot. Like the 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 house looks really good. I guess that's more of a production. Well, design. whenever you see the vampires, everything is supposed to be so crisp clean and beautiful they really work on those scenes when you get a room full of vampires they try to make it because it's like the picture you get painted in your mind when you're reading the book the vampires are perfect so their world is perfect nothing would be out in place of a vampire home because the vampire never goes to sleep the vampire never misses anything their brains are so much superior than ours yeah because they're just like machines basically they're barely well, alive well okay their blood turns into like like rocks and all um, the shit, but yeah, okay, that's probably that was a the, surprising one. Maybe I'll one be surprised thing. with the the uh, my last question. What's your biggest complaint? That it's boring. It's just bad. I think it's badly paced. So the plot. I think it's badly paced, and this they're not enough. Not barely anything happens in this story, at all. I think. Yeah, I think they. That's another, I. That's the one part of New Moon, the book, and like I like was the friendship between the friendship developing between Bella and Jacob Black, which you don't get in this because it mon- they montage it out. Yeah, it felt like they really speed through rushed, that. and it kind of like defeats the like and takes away from the fact that like from the love it triangle. didn't give them any chance to have any chemistry. It with takes each other. away from the love triangle 
Um, I won't ruin like uh, something, spoil some things yeah. for the next future movies. Yeah, but that, like, yeah that's where the pacing kind of like gets bad. Yeah, like, the, rushing but, through all that stuff. Yes, because you're like, why does she care about Jacob so much? And it's like because he's there when he left, and you find out like in another world, they are destined for each other. But whatever. Um. So yeah, yeah, I, I get you there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. So I just. Stephanie Myers tried to make this too complex and it was just you should stick in your I'm not saying YA books are like this but no generic not YA books are like they got their formula and she should have stuck with her formula that she had cr- set the pace of in the first one but she wanted to like or maybe she shouldn't have just rushed the other the next book out she should have waited a minute yeah I I need to do a little more research into the books before because I can't remember how like quickly these books came out Cause I know, like the movies get made pretty quickly after the first one. Yeah, they come like right, right after the, the other. Books get one popular. After like, the other. Yeah, because the books get popular immediately. And the studio was like, "We gotta capitalize on this." Yeah, and plus <laughs> because they don't want the actors to age out. That too. That's another problem with movies like books based on books. Because like act, act, books aren't always books. Sometimes the second one will base like be like two months yeah, after the first take, one. Yeah, it doesn't take. And it's place like fuck. It took us after. two years to make this movie. <laughs> yeah. The actor broke his foot. We had to wait six months. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, like the Harry Potter movies. Yeah, but it, that's l- pretty lucky because those actors don't age too harshly. Like, I don't think they look... Although I don't think they're like... I wouldn't believe none of them were 17 by then. What, the only unbelievable part in that is when they look, they're look. they supposed to look 40. Oh, it, in looks the la- it looks terrible. looks <laughs> terrible. That whole scene was like written it's as an afterthought awful. even in the books. Awful. Um, I li- I wanted like an, a scene like that, like oh let's see what how everyone is, but I think it was very poorly Dude, done. She's even rushed, in the books, but whatever. <laughs> That's just a little shout out. Lee's finally uh, reading the Harry Potter series the after all book. this time. Yeah, he's in the first book. Um, it's good. It's pretty cool. Cancel me now, because J.K. Rowling is probably this podcast I guess. supports Harry Potter. I don't know if we support J.K. Rowling, but we support Harry Potter. No. And everything that is Harry Potter, so whatever. Um, I like. Well, Harry you know, the biggest complaint was not a surprise, but I was very surprised by your favorite part. What did you think my favorite part was going to be? I I I thought you were going to have a hard time, and you were going to just pick something like, ah, uh, you know, I kind of liked Edward's act. I thought it was going to be one of those where you kind of struggled to find a favorite part. Because you've done that from some of my movies, and you just have to kind of pick, like, well, you know, I like the <laughs> like scene. Like my chauffeur. Where, uh, yeah, you, you have to basically pick a scene that you kind of liked or something. Right. Like, yeah, I guess that scene was kind of funny. I thought it was going to be like, but this one was, like, easy for you. You were just like, oh, yeah, cinematography was pretty good. And I was like, oh. Which is always surprising for me when you like my cinematographies, because I always just Very somehow rare. think you're going to shit on all of the behind-the-scenes things for my movies, because you all prejudge the tec- the all... the technical aspects. Yeah, you prejudge my movies pretty harshly as they immediately, the people who made this movie, did not care about it. They, <laughs> your movies, there's always all these passion projects. You know, they didn't even get paid that much to make my movies. They just did it out of the kindness of their dicks. But, like, my movies are like, you know, they're soulless dumpster fires, and they just shit this out of their cocks. And it's like, Jesus, Lee, you know, we're in church right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but no, but you do. I always feel that prejudice against my movies a little bit. That you're just like me, like yeah, they didn't care about this. I'm like, Halloween was made with a bubble gum and a stick, <laughs> but they cared so much. No, 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 okay, they don't care about my chauffeur, but they care about Michael Myers <laughs> stabbing young women to death. Yep, ain't that weird? Um, mm-hmm. I'm just coloring. Well, 
before we get Lee's rating. No? What am I talking about? We get Lee's rating first, everybody. Lee? Oh, okay. Tell me what your rating is. 10 out of 10? Okay. So my rating... No, it's it's 10 out of, like, 50. Uh, Podcast over, everyone. Bye. Yeah, good. <laughs> Thank you. All right, so, yes. Give me your rating. <sighs> yeah, me this... Diggity this movie, uh, you know, not the worst thing you've showed me. It's not the worst movie ever. Not the worst movie ever. Um, But definitely worse than the first one. Um, I kind of like the first one a little bit because Edward. Like, the first one was entertaining because on, of how monkey. like goofy it was. Yeah, there was some goofy a lot of parts. And this because you also like taking in like they're teenagers, so they got yeah, should be a little yeah, more yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, like uh, you know, this, like, this one they immediately become like twenty five. This, <laughs> I mean, the scenes with Edward in that movie where he's just like, uh, he's staring at her and he's like going through his bloodlust or whatever. It's just hilarious, and yeah, even Arrow was like, "I can't believe you can even stand next to her." <laughs> <laughs> but and this movie had some goofy parts in it that I laughed at, but not enough to like sustain me. That's like I like like I said, I struggled for quotes. Yeah, and none of them were funny. Not really. There was like one where I was like, "Uh, that might be the quote of the episode," but I forgot it. I don't even remember what it is now. Yeah, I'll probably go back and get it because actually it was kind of good, but I don't remember it either. It was like at the party. Yeah, it was right in the beginning. So I remember when it was. Uh, so yeah, this movie—it's kind of a dud for mm. me. I'm gonna give it a four out of ten. Okay, I give you fairness. I like, this was the one. This is why. This is the movie why it took so long to get to uh, to, uh, to to watch the second one because I don't like this movie that much. Uh, it's okay, but I really want to watch the next one. But I'm doing a thing. Wanted to announce it on this thing. We will be watching a Twilight movie whenever we watch a Quinta Conta Quinta movie. <laughs> That's how we're going to be doing that. Whenever I watch a new one of his, we'll watch Eclipse next. So we'll see when we watch Eclipse next. It's basically all based off of Lee. Great. Um, so maybe we'll next watch week, Kill Bill Volume. <laughs> oh, that sucks. That's no. the next one I have to watch. But um, is that really his next one in the in the uh, after timeline? Jackie. After Jackie Brown, yeah. Damn. All right. Well, I, I still think it's going to be a while till I watch that, right? Yeah. Because you have Lee's, Lee, Lee's planning these movies in, like, weeks in advance. Like, I sometimes will think of, like, two movies in advance, like, one movie that we're watching next week and then, like, the next one because I'm like, oh, I really want to watch that next one. But, hmm. Yeah. I, I try to wait till like, because otherwise I'll look forward to it too much and, or I'll change my mind. So I have to like wait till the week of to then be like, all right, we're watching this. Well, so I don't change my mind a bunch because I I have a problem of changing my mind a lot. <laughs> I guess I don't have that problem at least that much. Um. All right. You know, I'm kind of agreeing with Lee and everything. It's still my movie. Still Twilight. I still like the characters. Uh, I don't have a lot to say about this movie because I think I've said it a lot over the podcast. Uh, give this movie six gonna get a six mm. from me uh um, that's like the lowest you rated your own movie yeah this is a let's get through this one kind of movie. <laughs> okay um and we're not gonna get that a lot because i don't have a whole lot of series i'm gonna show lee but this is whatever we're done and i like the next three movies so i'm excited for those i'm really excited to show him the next one um but mm. we got a lot of movies to watch till then 
And first off, we got a movie next week. And we'll toss it over to Lee, who's going to tell us what we're watching. Yes. It's my pick next week. Yes, and it's a l- it's I just want to say it's pretty similar to this week's movie, but okay. Oh, yeah, very similar in subject, tone and mm-hmm. sub yeah. Mm-hmm. There's uh, Native Americans in it? No, there aren't actually. No. <laughs> um so, you know, the last few movies I've picked have all kind of uh sort of been in been released like in the like late or like mid 90s or early 2000s or the 2010s you know more more recent movies, movies have i actually shown our oldest movie yes yes you have because of the 50s you have yes so the mating game so this is now you're going to be your oldest movie you've shown us yes but still not old but not the oldest movie that we'll be talking about no not no, yet no. It's gonna be a while till you dethrone like the one I showed you. Maybe sooner than you think, but nineteen twenty. <laughs> so we're uh, we're gonna go back a ways uh, for my movie. To Cocorina. We're gonna go back about fifty years, actually, all the way to nineteen seventy-one. Oh my god! Early seventies, uh, crime-ridden. To crime-ridden uh, San Francisco, and we're gonna I watch. Complete, yeah, okay. We're gonna watch the original Dirty Harry. I forgot Dirty Harry wasn't a cowboy movie. That's the reason I said there was Native Americans in it. Um, nope, takes place yep. in uh, early seventies San movie, Francisco. Uh, a different this, San Francisco than nowadays San Francisco. I'm sure it's gonna, it's gonna be an interesting movie to watch and to talk about because uh, get my reaction from. <laughs> To get your reaction and to just talk about like how this movie sort of fits into the cultural context now, because uh, how it aged attitudes have certainly changed. Yes, since and when San Francisco is not like that no more. But we'll uh, we'll talk we'll find, about it yeah, yeah, when yeah. we uh, watch when we talk Dirty to you Harry. next week. Um, as always, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you enjoy the movie. We hope you watch the movie. We recommend you watch it, even if. Even if we don't like one of us particularly doesn't like it, I still recommend you to watch these movies because know that we pick these movies because we like them and we think other people should watch them. Um, or sometimes, like I'm gonna like I, I guess pick, Lee's different. <laughs> sometimes I pick movies because I think they're interesting and I really want to talk about them, and they might be flawed, but I kind of also want to see like Sterling's reaction to them because they're so out of his wheelhouse that's definitely not me i'm trying to show you movies that people will like because i care about you everyone leave down in the comments how i care about you how lee doesn't care about but as always please leave a rating and a review and share the podcast it's the easiest and cheapest way it's because it's free way to promote the podcast uh the more ratings and more comments they see on our thing and the more five-star ratings we get the more we get promoted to the homepage, which gets us more exposure. And, you know, this thing is fun, but, you know, exposure is fun, too. <laughs> we, uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. We hope you have a good week. We hope you have a good time listening to this. See you next week.